We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. Hey, you know what time it is? It is mock draft season, Derek. It is time here with still months and months to go to talk about the NFL draft for the Indianapolis Colts. And Derek, right around this time of year last year, we started our mock draft, so in this episode, guys, we are going to look at Derek's Mock Draft 1.0 for the Indianapolis Colts' full seven-round Mock Draft. So without further ado, Derek, I'll let you take it away, man. This is your show. Go for it. All right. Sounds good. First pick, number 15, right? Everybody's wanting to know, what does Indianapolis do with that first pick in the draft with their selection? Um, I am. I'll tell you what, Cody, um, outside of, I don't know, maybe outside of Brock Bowers, I think there's very few instances where I would want Indy to go offense just because I know I was on the Roma Dunzen train for the longest time, and I still kind of am, but I find it a little bit more difficult to kind of hit on that moment right now. So I think for defense, I am leaning more towards the secondary in the first round because in that second round, I think you could get a worthy adversary that can still be good to your offense. So with this first pick number 15, overall, I have the Indianapolis Colts selecting Nate Wiggins cornerback out of Clemson, Nate Wiggins, who has one of the best builds and best draft profiles when it comes to cornerbacks. Um, it's mainly just been the topic of who who gets first cornerback overall in the draft, really. It's either between Nate Wiggins and Kool-Aid McKinstry and Cooper DeGene. You know, those three guys are all fighting for who it deserves to be the number one corner taken in this draft. Well, I have Indianapolis selecting him here. Those physical traits, just something you can't teach. Uh, he's got a lot of very good qualities in him. I think that uh, as far as him being a poor tackler, I think that's something that you know you can you can train somebody to be a better tackler. But at the end of the day, I mean, some of the things that he's able to be with lockdown 
uh, corner ability. I feel like that's something that Indianapolis desperately needs. Sure. You know, it makes sense. I, I guess for me, again, this is just my personal preference. Maybe I don't put as high of a priority on corner as probably you do, just because I look at you know the roster right now. You're you're getting back Dallas Flowers. You still have two young guys, Jalen Jones and and you know obviously Juju Brents as well. You have Kenny Moore, who you presume is going to come back. So I guess for me, um, I was a li- I'm a little surprised that you decided to go corner so early, just yep. because of you know the other positions of need as well. You know, pass rush, wide receiver. Whatever it would be, you know, even safety to the, I don't know how many safeties are available here, but you know, if you went like a guy like Cooper DeGene who could play some safety as well. So again, I like the pick. I like Nate Wiggins as a player. Um, but do you think 15 is a little rich for him? I mean, it, for a guy that I think some people have projected as a late first, potentially second round pick type of guy. I think you could make that argument for just about any of these top guys. I mean, Kool-Aid McKinstry, I think, feel like maybe he isn't quite there. Maybe he would be the only exception to the rule. But outside of that, no. If you feel like you have that sort of guy there and you feel like you have to take him there, I totally get that. And, you know, as far as some other positions of need, like you mentioned, I don't I don't feel that there is an edge guy in this draft class that I'm willing to take on for that number 15 in order to take. So that's just my personal opinion on the matter. And of course, guys, remember, this is mock draft 1.0. Okay. Senior bowl is currently in place. Uh, We're talking about, we haven't even had the combine yet for this. So like, you know, give me a little bit, give me a little bit of time uh, as well to go after some more of these reasonings, but I'm going to go with Nate Wiggins, number one there at 15. Uh, we can move on to the second round pick that we have. Their second pick here, a name that I think a lot of Colts fans have actually had mocked to Indy in the second round. A lot of people really like this name. So with that 46 overall pick, I have Indy selecting Xavier Worthy, the wide receiver out of Texas. Xavier Worthy, who was one of the top wide receivers in the nation this last year. He's a guy that, you know, Cody can play the outside. He can play the inside. He's got the size and the build and the makeup to be able to play anywhere on the football field. He has just a really good, he has a really good physical trait of tree and he's really great with yards after the catch. And that is something that Indy desperately needs from a wide receiver is yards after catch. We believe Josh Downs has that going forward, but as far as what Xavier Worthy can do, I look at him as just another Josh Downs, but just with a little bit bigger build. Uh, and that's, I think another great weapon that Indy can have and, if you got Xavier Worthy, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce, and Michael Pittman out there, feel very confident in this wide receiver tree moving forward. Yeah, Xavier Worthy, you mentioned it. I mean, you look at Xavier Worthy, you know, not the biggest guy in the world. So I do think, Derek, he is more of kind of that spark plug type of wide receiver. You know, he's a guy that, like you said, yards after the catch. That's something that the Colts, you know, has struggled to do with their wide receivers. You know, the big wide receivers, Alec Pierce, you know, Michael Pittman Jr., guys that, have in their first couple of years, you know, they've struggled with that, you know, separation thing. And so, um, you know, getting a guy like that, I think in the second round, you know, a guy that, you know, just when you get the ball in his hands, he can be electric with it. I love that. I love just getting a guy like that. And obviously, you know, the physical tools that he has as well. So 
yeah, definitely don't hate getting another weapon, just getting more guys. You know, that's something that Ballard mentioned, Derek, right, was, you know, you need more guys to stretch the field. You need more guys to, you know, push the ball down the field, more explosion. And Xavier Worthy definitely is a guy that would bring some explosion to this Colts offense, no doubt in my mind. Absolutely. Uh, we can go ahead and move on here to next couple set of guys here. Um, I decided to go back to the defensive side of things here and went ahead and selected McKinley Jackson, a defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. And for me, what put this all up there, Cody, is the sheer size of McKinley Jackson. Uh, Six foot two, 325 pounds. I mean, this is a unit of a man in the middle. and, you know, who knows what's going to end up happening with, you know, Grover Stewart in the next few years, even if uh, you re-sign him at the end of the day. You know, we've been still looking for a guy that when Grover Stewart's not in there, can you find another guy that could be a run stopper? And I mean, it's kind of hard to uh, dispute. I mean, just the sheer size of McKinley. I mean, he's bigger than a lot of interior offensive linemen that you see in the NFL. So this is a, a big dude to have to try to move around. And I have a feeling that it could definitely be a great backup option for Grover Stewart, maybe at that one tech or maybe just a flat out guy in general who, you know, ends up being a really good run stopper. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, and we talked about, you know, how that was a need for sure. Not necessarily as a starter, but you mentioned it. A guy you know, that you feel like you can throw in there and he can be really good against the run. And, and that's just something you, you really miss when Grover was forced to miss time. And not to mention Grover's getting up there in age. You know, he's 30-plus years old now and he's not getting any younger. And so how many more years of elite play does he have left? I'm not sure. Uh, I think he still has a good number, but you know it, it doesn't hurt to have kind of a backup option there for sure. So I definitely like that. Although it's not necessarily like a top need, you know, I, I think it's if he's the best player available at that point, you take a guy like that and you feel a lot better about that interior defensive line, and you solve a depth issue immediately. And you know how much the Colts like to rotate guys in, so you know that's definitely a huge, huge thing to just have another guy that can help you when it matters, and especially Derek if. You're trying, you're you're playing in the conditions, you're going to, you know, Kansas City or whatever, you know, you're looking to go in the playoffs. You gotta be able to stop the run. Like you have to be able to do that. 
Um, you know, especially in, you know, those poor conditions, potentially, you know, nasty conditions at times, you need to be able to grind those out. So getting another alignment in there like that for sure. What do you have here in round number four? Yep. We can keep on going here. I did have a little bit of a trade midway through the fourth round. Uh, it allowed me to uh, secure another, uh, fourth round pick to go along with it, but that's all right. It really wasn't much more than that. Uh, but with my next pick here, I have the Colts selecting Layden Robinson, a guard from Texas A&M as well. I, I have a feeling with this one that the Colts are going to want to attack the interior offensive line help. Uh, we saw last draft Cody that they, you know, proceeded to try to get a bunch of tackle depth. Um, it didn't necessarily go great for them per se, but um, it is one of those situations where you do need some interior depth because you don't really know what you're going to, if you don't know if you're going to bring Danny Pinter back and who knows how they're going to attack that in free agency. So I'd like to think that they would go with some interior offensive line depth and Layden Robinson was the best guy that I could get at that moment in time, six, four, 311 pounds. The dude is a little bit of an athlete, so I uh, think that that would end up being a solid pick here. Yep, you need more depth on that interior. You talked about it. You know, you're really one injury away from you know who the heck's playing guard for you. So yeah, definitely would uh, would think that's a great option there uh, for the Colts to just get more depth on that interior. So I like that. I like getting more edge or, or more offensive interior help there. All right, let's go ahead and keep moving here. Next pick, I have the Colts selecting another wide receiver here, Cody. And this is just going to be, you know, guys competing. And I have them selecting Brendan Rice, wide receiver out of USC. Uh, last season with uh, USC had 45 catches for 791 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, averaged almost 18 yards a catch. So, I mean, there wasn't a ton of production from Brendan Rice when it came to overall catches, but it showed you when this guy got the ball in his hands, he did a lot with it. I mean, he runs a a sub 4-4, uh, has a fantastic overall a- average uh, physical grade. He's got good height, and he, he just reminds me a lot of Alec Pierce in that regard where you may not see a million receptions, but when he does touch the ball, I mean, you're getting 18 yards per catch. So, I mean, that's pretty good for uh, a guy that doesn't get, you know, those 70, 80 catches a season for their team. So I, I really like this one. Awesome. Yep. I love it. Just get more wide receiver help, get more explosion. Love it. All right. The next one. Uh, And this one's definitely going to be, I would say, have the surprise factor. And I have the Colts selecting Joe Milton, quarterback out of Tennessee. Uh, I have them selecting him as a backup quarterback for Anthony Richardson moving forward. Now, I mean, Cody, we all know what Joe Milton can do. I mean, the arm talent of Joe Milton is... Second to none. I mean, we talked about Anthony Richardson's arm talent. This is a guy that might have more arm talent than Anthony Richardson. I mean, from a pure overall raw strength in throwing the football, 
I mean, this was a guy that I think they said Cody was like in his first year in Tennessee could throw the football over 80 yards. I mean, this is a guy that is just got unbelievable traits. Um, He's got amazing zip on the ball and he's an overall solid athlete too. Nowhere near the athlete that Richardson is, but overall can use his legs if need be. So like I said, Cody, I've been a big proponent of Indy getting a backup quarterback through the draft. I don't think they're going to bring Minshew back. I think that I would rather just take my chances on a, on a young quarterback with a similar skill set to Anthony Richardson and just kind of roll with the punches there and just kind of develop him along with Richardson. So I, I give me Joe Milton here. Okay. You're, you're betting on those physical traits and Shane Steichen to be able to develop them. I love that. Yep. I'm all for it, man. Just give him as much talent as you can and just let him go to work, man. So, yep. Great to see that. Um, all right. Do you have a, what, what? I'm sorry. I lost track there. What round were you in there? Uh, we were in round, uh, looked to be round five at that moment. Um, okay. and then we had two more picks here, one in round six and one in round seven to round it off. All right, let's do it. Uh, I got one more Texas A&M player coming at you here. And that is Damani Richardson safety out of Texas A&M. I mean, again, the uh, in, the Indianapolis Colts taking the chances on the Texas A&M guys. We, they took a chance on a Jalen Jones from that university, and it worked out relatively well uh, for them. I just think, again, overall traits, and he has a, he has a solid um, – he has really solid measurables. He has a pretty good shuttle. Um, the 40 time isn't amazing, but it's certainly far from bad. So – I mean, looking at just overall, you know, top safeties, he will not be one of the top safeties. But I do think that there's something there that Richardson could end up uh, helping the Colts in the safety group long term. Yep, you need some more depth at safety. So, yep, love that. All right, last pick here. Last pick, and that is Kendall Milton from Georgia, a running back. Again, that's presuming we do not get Zach Moss back. Um, there's not a lot of opportunities out there. You know you're going to have Jonathan Taylor. You know you're going to have Evan Hall in there that we know Indy is going to utilize in the offseason when he gets back to being healthy. You know, that third running back spot, it's up for grabs, man. I know Trey Sermon uh, has kind of been there a little bit. And, and you know, Indy interchanges these a lot, but – you know, there's always that room for opportunity with Kendall Milton, who has a really solid foundation. He can do a little bit of everything, so it wouldn't put it past Ballard to try and get another late-round running back to try to fit into the scheme. Sweet, man. All right. So recap here. Talk to me about each pick again one more time for everybody. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously talking about Nate Wiggins, talking about, you know, a couple of these guys and Xavier Worthy. You know, you're, we're mainly going for the traits here. You know, it's it's always been a Ballard talk with traits. Nate Wiggins with that physical body, you know, just lockdown mentality. Xavier Worthy, you know, has those, uh, has the physicality and just has those uh, numbers that you look for measurables and just looking at speed and agility and everything else that gets you open. And then going off of, like I said, with some of these 
Texas A&M guys that you get, it's it's miserable. You know, again, just getting big body defensive linemen, getting that interior offensive line depth. You want to get Brendan Rice, who has that big playability. He's shown that at USC. Joe Milton, another one, like I said, I mean, a lot of Colts fans love Joe Milton. I mean, just besides the fact that it's the Tennessee quarterback story, everybody loves that. But, of course, like I said, the arm talent is just, it's there. And then when you're going off of some of these last picks, it's, again, guys who have decent measurables and guys who have good physical attributes. And it's just about filling out for depth. And that's really what a lot of the draft picks were, was just about trying to fill out depth. But in the beginning stages was trying to find places of guys that were going to get that free time right off the bat. But those last few picks, I mean, that's for that's just more for depth and for helping to build this roster moving forward. So feel confident in the picks that we had there. Awesome. Well, guys, let us know your thoughts on Derek's Mock Drafts 1.0. Did you like the Mock Draft? Would you pick other guys? Let us know all those things. Easy, again, guys, guys. <laughs> again, guys, this is February, so there's still a lot of things to happen. Like you mentioned, the Combine you know, is still up, upcoming, um, you know, things like that. All that stuff still coming up, Pro Days, everything like that still coming up here. So definitely we're going off of this a little bit blind in certain ways because there's still things we don't know. But let us know your thoughts, guys, overall on this first attempt at a mock draft. Um, and do you like the mock draft? Do you not? Like Derek said, go easy on him. I'm sure you guys <laughs> won't go easy on him or me. So we're just prepared for that, and that's okay. But other than that, guys, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.